Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C., Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. January 3rd, 2023. It is a new year. It is a new edition of the Wrestling Inc. podcast. I'm Glenn Rubenstein, joined by Alfred Kanawa and NYC Demon Diva Issa, the three of us together again. Together again on the new year. Yes. We're starting off right. New year, new year same toxic us. <laughs> This year's going to be good. I got a good feeling about this year. Really? I mean, I'm just saying that, but you guys are trying to be an optimist. Okay. I know now Issa, the eternal pessimist, <laughs> is saying this year's going to be awful, have zero expectations, and that way anything good that happens right. will be a plus. Yes, exactly. You learn, you learn fast, Glenn. I'm proud of you. I'm going to go with the opposite and then just be disappointed all year and bitter about it. Expect the worst, hope for the best. Yeah. No, don't hope for anything, period. No hope. <laughs> None. <laughs> Zero. Yes. Uh, so here we are, face-to-face, uh, to talk about NXT 2.0. But before we hop into it's weird that NXT New Year's Evil is next week. The yeah, 10th, a little late. The third. Scheduling yeah. error, it seems. Yeah, a little strange. Maybe maybe uh, HBK just has a calendar, and you know he's trying to recycle a calendar, and it doesn't start till next week so maybe uh, he saw the 10 as a first because he has vision, vision problems <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> that could have happened i can see that happening yeah <laughs> okay so before we dive into nxt 2.0 we're gonna get canceled uh uh, what's going on in the news, Alfred? Well, we were talking about hope, and let's continue an off-air conversation we were having because there is all kinds of speculation about Sasha Banks. Of course, tomorrow, January 4th, is Wrestle Kingdom 17. It has been reported that she is expected to show up at Wrestle Kingdom. It has not been confirmed by New Japan Pro Wrestling, though she is in Japan, reportedly, alongside Naomi, who made the trip. Somebody else who reportedly made the trip was Bailey WWE's Bailey? She's a real one. She's a real one. Is going to be in Japan to see her buddy Sasha Banks do her thing, whatever that thing is for Wrestle Kingdom 17, if anything. And Sasha Banks also made headlines today, right before NXT went on the air. She went on a tweet storm, but a good one. Gratitude, ladies and gentlemen, thanking all kinds of people at WWE. She thanked William Regal. She thanked WWE. She thanked Vince McMahon. She thanked mm-hmm. Triple H. And she thanked the Sasha Banks character, which led wow. a lot of people to believe that she's saying goodbye. But again, nothing has really been reported officially by any party when it comes to Sasha Banks. When's the next time you expect to see her, Issa? Um, if I'm being honest with you, Alfred, I hope to see her around 4 or 5 a.m. 
tomorrow morning because I I resubscribe to New Japan Pro Wrestling World. I'm staying up. She plugged. I'm doing a watch along on my channel, and she's not the sole reason, but she's a big part why I want to watch this live. Um, that I'm 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 gonna keep it real. I I. I hope that she shows up. You know, I'm I'm more here for Okada versus uh I'm sorry, Osprey versus Omega. That's the match that I'm looking forward to the most. But she's definitely a big influence as to why I'm choosing to watch it live and not wake up to find out about it. Yeah. So it's interesting she's thinking the Sasha Banks character, which makes me wonder how is Mercedes as a character going to be different? Is it just going to be the I same, don't... but she's gonna clarify that Sasha Banks likes her peanut butter smooth, but Mercedes prefers it chunky? Maybe she doesn't like it at all, like me. Yeah, that's so weird. No, I don't think you're over that, are you? Yeah, Never I don't think most people exist outside of you, Isa. I don't even really believe that you don't like peanut butter and jelly. I think you're just... I never had it. Go. Chill. That's so crazy. You're not allergic? It's just... You just no, never... I just never had any interest in it. So I'm a very... Crazy. I don't know if this makes sense, but I'm a big visual eater, and I think that looks gross. That does make sense because peanut butter and jelly does yeah. look a little gross when you see the jelly and yeah. the peanut butter all <laughs> melting on each other, but it's delicious. Don't go. Yeah, there's those. a lot of things I never had any curiosity on trying just based on, on, on the look of the plate. It's just like there's I never seen a peanut butter and jelly sandwich presented in an appetizing looking way. It always looks gross. <laughs> there you go. Well, we'll have to, you, when you're in Vegas, we'll have to find you a fancy, well plated, upscale we peanut butter and jelly experience. You know, LA has a couple finally, of them too. When we finally made that day happen, of the three of us together, when we're all going to take each other in different adventures, I will try one for you. Wow. That, oh, that's going to be a YouTube video. That could be your biggest yeah. video on your channel. Huge moment. You yeah. might want to save that for your OnlyFans and take a bite out of peanut butter and jelly. I think people will pay good money for that. <laughs> Coming for you, Mandy Rose. <laughs> She's coming for that million with that peanut butter and jelly. I can see it. Uh, our next story. And before we go on, another cheap plug. I will be covering Wrestle Kingdom for Forbes at midnight here on the West Coast. And I'm not one to complain because East is going to be up at 3 a.m. But here on the West Coast. 4, uh, 4 a.m. I think. 4 a.m. I'll be up until I'll probably go to bed starting around 4 or 3 o'clock. But East is a real champ. Uh, so just to hang out with us and keep us awake. Uh, you know, East doesn't sleep. So I'm sure she won't need the help. But uh, if you have some nice things to say, go ahead. Uh, Hit me up on Twitter at this is nasty at pro wrestling bits on YouTube. And our next story, more drama within the confines of all elite wrestling. They tried to leave it behind in 2022, but it's new year, new feuds this time with FTR, namely Dax Harwood, who's ruffled some feathers with his free speaking podcast, talking about CM Punk and his thoughts on it, really giving his honest opinions about everything, saying he thinks that CM Punk and the Young Bucks should hash things out. This has not made a lot of people in AEW happy, as it is not expected that Dax Harwood's FTR podcast will be continuing uh, much longer. And CM Punk himself has even taken the IG here and there to make some cryptic remarks. Most recently, he posted a graph showing the viewership increase in AEW in 2022. And then he's got the uh, GOAT black Twitter meme of the guy raising his eyebrows like, you better recognize, almost as if he's taking credit for the viewership increase. So. Alfred's muted. Can't hear you. Alfred's Please. talking to himself. Yes. Uh, but I will say, uh, Alfred, how's your audio? Hello. Oh, can you hear me? Yeah. No. Gotcha. Alfred, I would say, um, you know, maybe I'll have to talk to the fine people at Hive, uh, see if Twitter can do this. For the visually impaired, <laughs> I would like you to record voiceovers describing what's happening in meme GIFs and images. <laughs> I should, and I should give them all their own name, too. Uh, yes. I'll charge double for that. Absolutely. Uh, but oh, CM Cal Punk, uh, yeah. you know, there's a lot of drama. FTR has caused a lot of drama. CM Punk drama, yeah. I mean, literally, if you search drama in the dictionary, I believe there's a picture of CM Punk next to it. So, of course. Yes. Right under the word drama queen, too. Uh, <laughs> Calvin R. Alexander, $2, saying, AEW wrestlers and fans are so sensitive. That, that is 100 Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> They're passionate. They're very passionate. Well, uh, I mean, fickle, look. Fickle. Oh my God! You hear that? Yeah. Was that was that thunder or someone like rattling? It a, was a thunder. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna die. I love um, it. I mean, look, uh, Matt Hardy successfully does a podcast without issue. I think. Um, I mean, I hope Dax keeps the podcast going. I got some ads coming up on that thing. So, uh, oh, yeah, <laughs> you better. For, for, I hope for you got to those ads, my guy. 
No, I mean, they're to oh, look at the success. I mean, this is public. I mean, uh, Matt Kuhn was posting about this today. Huge success. Very successful podcast. Not a sound effect. I'm really dying over here. Okay. It's like pouring <laughs> outside. <laughs> I hope you stay uh, with us, Isa. I hope you stay alive because that sounded brutal. Yeah, I, I always expect the worst, which is why I said I'm dying. I'm going to die. So, okay. CM Punk drama. Great. I, I haven't listened to this podcast and I don't plan on it. Wow. <laughs> I haven't heard time, it either. Glenn. I don't have time. <laughs> yeah. I, I, you know what's funny? I work in the podcast industry. I don't really listen to podcasts. That's what happens when you start podcasts. Yeah. When you, you start with your listening podcast to podcasts. Because I was looking at this year and I was like, already oh, with the number of podcasts, we got the Yellow Jackets podcast starting back up. I'm like, I'm going to be doing a podcast today, you know, starting in March. So uh, it's going to be pretty nuts. Yes, but uh, I haven't listened to it either. I just I've heard so much about it that I might go listen to the clips that seem to be getting the most attention. But it just seems that uh, Dex Harwood, I think he was well intended. I think he was trying to do a kumbaya type thing. But I just think there's so much toxicity that all he did is drum up more bad feelings within that sensitive locker room. Yeah. Well, we shall see. CM Punk, we love it. Figure in the locker room. Uh, another what podcast. If Punk, guys... What if CM Punk oh, at the New Japan show tonight? Ooh, I highly doubt it, but I, I'm here for it. I want as much. If it keeps me awake, listen, I'll be up well into the early hours of the morning. So if it keeps me awake, I'm here for it. Coffee. Coffee will keep you awake. Not CM Punk. He says that the rain? And I'm here. Yes, I'm dying. I, I'm like, why is it sounding like someone's taking a shower? Uh, Calvin Alexander, $5. We had thunderstorms and tornado warnings here in Georgia. Everybody stay wow. safe. Man. The weather is no joke. Look at that game of one upsmanship. I give it, I give it about uh, twenty minutes, and that's been generous before I lose my power. So if you guys okay. lose me, it's just you know me dying. That's all. Oh, Sheet Blackbook ninety nine saying Happy New Year. Nothing wrong with liking CM Punk. No, it's. It, I think uh, if he did show up at Wrestle Kingdom tonight, I do think uh, there will be some Kenny Omega fans and Sasha fans that are really irked by him trying to steal the moment. So and Kenny Omega and Sasha Banks themselves, I think, would be hurt yeah. at the moment being stolen. Yeah, that'd be pretty bad. Especially Kenny Omega. Yeah, don't let this be one of those funny things I say that ends up being true. What if Larry okay. shows up? No, oh Larry's a real MVP. Yeah. And Justine, I uh, hope you feel better soon. Um yeah, Justine uh tested positive today for COVID. Um Ooh. yeah, it's definitely not going away. Um so what, what else do we have in the news? Well, another podcast that I'm sure you guys aren't listening to, Jeff Jarrett's My World Podcast. Shout out to Jeff Jarrett. He does follow me on Twitter because he is a man of taste. But he does not seem to have taken very kindly to Max Caster's recent diss track on Jeff Jarrett and Jay Lethal. He went scorched earth when Max Caster. I will admit, I haven't been a big fan of his babyface raps, but uh, this was the old Max Caster in terms of how messy he got talking about stealing Kurt Angle's wife and this, that, and the third. I had heard behind the scenes that Jeff Jarrett uh, was upset about this rap legit. And I don't know whether it's him furthering a storyline or maybe even a little bit of both, but he did say, you don't mess with a man's money. You don't mess with a man's family. He said this on his podcast about Max Caster. Kurt Angle even weighed in seemingly peeved about his ex-wife being brought for a storyline by They're trying to silence Alfred. AEW, this, Tony Khan. Tony Khan's got the, the mute button override. Just trying to. The weather, the weather is trying to silence me. Tony Khan is trying to silence Alfred. Glenn, it's okay because. This is the powers that be. If I get silenced, it's the powers that be. The Romanian government coming after me. If, if I disappear, it's not the weather and it's not Tony Khan. It is the Romanian government, ladies and gentlemen. That's who's coming after me. But uh, as I was saying, Jeff Jarrett, you're not very happy. Not I will be right back. <laughs> this is so going on. Oh, see, they got her too. Wasn't Double J soliciting bars from people? For like uh, a Max Caster like, rebuttal? As a ghostwriter? Yeah, I thought I saw something that he was asking for for uh for bars from people. I think I didn't see that. Yeah. Yes, I, I, he doesn't want to uh roast, he doesn't want to go there on wax. It's just that this has been a week of receipts. You know, we did see Roman Reigns give Kevin Owens a receipt. And that's in the company that does have authority. This is AEW where there's no leadership whatsoever and they can do whatever they want. So I would expect receipts tomorrow night on Dynamite. The problem is he's going to deliver it in a, you know, 
like uh, my name's Barney Rubble, and I'm here to say I love Fruity Pebbles in a major way. Like it's well, you could give them like the most fire bars, but it's gonna just be terrible. They did have a diss track against the acclaimed, and it was one of the worst songs I've ever heard. About. What, what you should do, you know, what would actually get people buzzing? You should you should enlist uh, uh, Top Dollar for yeah. for some cross uh, promotion. That 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 would actually be like I don't know what the end game is of that, but that would be phenomenal. I would love to see the acclaimed get into it with Hit Row. And the connection, if, if Jeff Jarrett wants a ghostwriter, Top Dalla is one hell of a writer, and there is a connection there with Jeff Jarrett and WWE. Yeah, he was just there. Well, Jeff Jarrett's no stranger to lip syncing, so you know, think about it. <laughs> uh, Kelvin saying Karen Jarrett with the Twitter run-in. It's just all it's crazy, man. But yeah, I think I mean it's probably it's probably a work. I mean, look, Jeff Jarrett knows what's good for business. That should be the next gimmick, by the way, is Jeff Jarrett lip singing to like hip hop, where it's clearly not him, but he just goes along with it. Not being incredible. <laughs> Someone that sounds like DMX or Ja Rule. Yeah, yeah. Get sticky fingers from Onyx to be like the ghost voice of Jeff Jarrett. Takashi 69. Somebody yeah. with a deep voice. Yeah, somebody doing the like clear my throat style of rap. It'd be great. Um, man, okay, what else? What else we got? Well, Issa, before we move on, what are your thoughts? Do you think that Jeff Jarrett and uh, the acclaim, do you think it's going to get physical? Do you think it's going to turn into a shoot? I don't know. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> She's being submerged in too much weather to care about Jeff Jarrett these days. No, it's not that. It's just like, I. it's a wrap. I guess I maybe they're not clearing it by each other. I'm with you in the sense that I think that Max Caster hasn't been as cool in his baby face, but this was messy. It was, but it just it feels like it should have been clear. If not, then talk it out. This is this is how CM Punk and Hangman Adam Page started, yeah. and look where that ended. So let's just nip it on the butt real quick. I agree. That's my thing on this is that it's one thing to be like, oh, they're probably just working. It's probably not going to turn into anything. We saw way too many circumstances go from work to shoot within AEW for me to just like yeah. brush this away and think that nothing's going to happen tomorrow. I expect a legitimate receipt. Like I expect Jeff Jarrett to get physical in some type of way, you know, in the confines. Like of the receipt that Roman Reigns gave Kevin Owens. Exactly. Yes. And yeah. I was talking about that when you went off the air. That's the company that does have the authority. This is AEW. Tony Khan's lost that locker room for a, a year at least now. So I would be very nervous if I was involved in this segment with the acclaimed and Jeff Jarrett. It's amazing you could have this much heat backstage and in, in the locker room. And like the, TK should just put something in his contracts where it's like you get fined the 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 amount of your pay if you don't show up. And that way it could just be a free for all. And but you have to show up on TV. You have to like advance this with cameras. Yeah. I mean, why not? Like people love this about reality television. It's crazy that wrestling of all things can't tap into reality in the storylines effectively. Yeah, I agree. I completely agree with that. And um, our last story, even though it's receipt season, it might also be hurt business season because there are rumors that the hurt business will come back together with MVP, Bobby Lashley, Shelton, Cedric, and Lashley being a heel. And it is something being discussed internally in WWE right now. We have not seen Lashley since he was quote unquote fired and then rehired off air. But apparently this is going to lead to Lashley not only becoming a heel, but also reforming the Hurt Business. Are you here for the Hurt Business, Issa? 1,000%. <clears throat> I, I love them. I thought breaking them up was a mistake. Um, I saw a video of the ovation that the crowd gave Shelton Benjamin well-deserved last night mm -hmm. when he was taping for main event. Uh, Cedric hasn't been doing anything. They had him on TV, but then he really didn't do anything relevant. So yeah, I, I would love to see the Hurt Business being revived on a, on a Triple H era and see how far he can let them go. So yes, I'm here for it. Bring back Leo Rush. Yeah. I'm here for that. He is in Japan right now, I believe, right? I think he's going to be part of Wrestle Kingdom as well. So oh. shout out to my guy, Leo. But no, I like the Hurt Business. Yeah, I love them. I thought they cut them off too short. I mean, I would definitely like to see them reunited, but I didn't think they should have broken up, at least at the time they did anyway. I mean, Lashley was fine, but, you know, Cedric and Shelton kind of fell by the wayside, and I thought they were doing great work with the Hurt Business. Yes. Calvin is saying Jeff's going to steal the West Texas Rednecks WCW gimmick. Uh, you know the what? 2023 version of rap is crap. I didn't even make that connection, but Calvin's absolutely right. That's where he needs to go. With Don't make a rap diss track, Jeff. Make a country song. Make I love 
I hate rap 2023. It's always so cringy. It's always, I mean, oh, yeah. I mean, why not? I love January 6th. Like, you could really remix this thing to, you know. (laughs) When I say, let's go, you say, Brandon, let's go, Brandon, let's go, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm telling you. Jeff Jarrett could be the speaker of the house with that with that party with a good enough track. Do you believe in anti-vaxxing? Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Listen to this, Jeff. I know you follow me on Twitter. I know you're a big fan of mine. That's what you need to be doing. I love country music 2023. I want to know how is AEW in Florida in Jacksonville so much and they have not got Luther Campbell to come down from Miami yet and do anything with AEW. Yeah. It's a great question. He's he's the one. He is the one. Are they saving it? Well, they've been to Miami a couple of times, so that's yes. no excuse. What's Uncle Luke up to? I follow Uncle Luke. Uncle Luke is always having a Twitter Spaces about something. Oh, I've, I've heard a couple of them. I can't remember the last one. He just lives on Twitter Spaces. Yeah. I, I don't know. Oh no. Uh, okay. So what else? What else is up? That's it. That is your what. News. That's all the news. That's that everything. News. I feel like we. Oh. <laughs> This is like a game of musical chairs. On? It's like Alfred yeah. just stops and then everyone finds a seat. <laughs> you know? Um, okay, well, while Alfred's getting that worked out, let's uh roll with this. Isa, how was your New Year's? Uh, how was your New Year's Eve? I it was quiet. It was quiet. I spent it with the dog. He gets afraid of fireworks, and the fireworks here are very crazy and they go on until like 6 a.m. So we just kind of like, wow, we just kind of just stayed in. Well, how was yeah. yours? Good. We had that nice surprise of that Minuto reunion live stream yeah. that we were both watching. I know. Was I was nice. watching it when you texted it to me and it was so funny. The perspiration. Yeah. And the fact that you were more aware of what the humidity was in Puerto Rico than I was. And then when you were like, it's 80% humidity, I was like, no, it's not. So I went to look and he said 85 and I was like, oh, crap. Yeah. My wife and I loved our trip to Puerto Rico, but it was at the end of a cruise and it was in December and we were just tired and it was so just moist outside that we didn't, and we didn't want to do anything. So we keep trying to figure out like, when are we going to go back to Puerto Rico? We're like, what's a good time of year when it's kind of cool. And there is none. No, <laughs> like there is no time of year where I will not be sweating Wait, my no, ass off. You guys should come back. I will give you a tour. I know. Like, let's do it. I was watching Gordon Ramsay Uncharted on Disney Plus, and there's an episode where he goes to Draco Rosa's coffee plantation. Yeah. Um, and we ordered some of that coffee. It arrived today. It's very good. Um, but yeah, we really want to go back, but it's just it's so humid there. My mic is back working. I believe it was a wire problem. I don't think it was a mic okay. problem. It was something with my wire. Oh, so you weren't, my... being, you weren't being silenced? I, I probably was being silenced, but if it's not the Illuminati, then it's, then it's a technical problem. Okay. Yes. Okay, so let's dive into NXT before I start recapping the movie Lombada. Which Somebody I said stop using, stop using the word moist, Glenn. Oh, Lombada. Actually, Salsa was a very moist movie. Lombada, <laughs> not, not that moist. Um, so NXT tonight started off with Carmelo Hayes versus Apollo Crews. Carmelo getting the win. Uh, Alfred, what'd you think of this? I thought it was a very, very good opener. It was another match where I just felt like Apollo, not Apollo Crews. Well, both of them are ready for the main roster, but I just felt like Carmelo Hayes feels like a fifth-year senior in NXT. And this felt like his final exam against a guy like Apollo Crews, who's the most experienced guy down there, fit right in. They had a great match. I don't think anybody carried anybody in this match. It was just two pros having a good match, and I loved it. Nice opener for the start of 2023. Issa, what would you think of this? I love this match. I thought it was excellent uh, in ring. I, I I really want to see Apollo Cruz get more wins in NXT because he's putting on bangers. All of his matches I seem to enjoy, but he just ends up taking the L. So I'm not sure that going back down to NXT has done much for him. But the match itself, a lot of fun. I feel like Carmelo Hayes is so main roster ready at this point. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah. Yes, and I completely agree with you, Sergio. The Matrix will not silence me. Sergio knows. We'll see. And uh, we went right in from the, in from this to Trick Williams versus Axiom. With Axiom getting the win. I love Trick's new gear, I'll say that. Yeah, it looked good. Me too. I like Trick, respectfully. 
He's great. Trick, um, I know he lost, but you know, nobody, it's just kind of like a 50 50 type thing where Axiom got the win. And no, actually, both, yeah, no, yeah, the heel won the first match and then Axiom won this match. So I guess they're going to set up a tag match down the line, maybe next week. Axiom oh. looked like a badass to me. Axiom is very good in the ring. He's excellent. He's one of the best they have, really. It's a decent gimmick that is almost too cerebral for, like, a math gimmick is not going to get over with the average wrestling fan, which isn't to say, and I'm not, this isn't me saying like, Oh, wrestling fans don't like math. His gimmick is trigonometry. Like this isn't, you know, square okay. root of things. Like this is advanced angles. And if it, all course, if it was a course at Chase university, it would be over. And to me, it's the guy. I think a math gimmick could get over, but you have to have some personality and charisma behind it. And that, I think Axiom is the best example of the biggest divergence between a guy who's an insanely talented wrestler, but not a great character in terms of putting himself out there, promos, character work. I think that's one of the biggest gaps between wrestling and character. In terms, he's a great wrestler, but he really does need to work on that aspect if he wants this math right. to get over. Because I don't even know what an Axiom is. Now, now his next opponent, though, needs to be out there and say, you know, I'm into math, too. I know my calculus. I know that you plus me equals us. Together, <laughs> that would get over. But I, but what I'm saying is, they're trying to make this too high-minded. <laughs> is it streaming anywhere? I will watch the entire series. No, I've been together. looking for sure it. it I've been looking for it. I haven't been able to find it. Okay, because you can't get making the band online anyway. You can get like bootlegs of it on YouTube. Yeah, uh, I say making the band, or at least the hip hop version. It's on YouTube. Both. Both are on YouTube. Okay, yeah. but the, the group that rivals together in the movie that their hit single Rob went out, still still a banger. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great song. Together had a lot of really good songs. That the hardest yes, part of breaking did. up song is fantastic. Yes. Like yeah. Together was, was soft. <laughs> but that's the point though. It's like uh with axiom they're trying to make this like a really cerebral math tie-in and i don't even I'm like i don't even know enough about math to know whether the shit they're saying is accurate or not with axiom i don't even know if they're using the terminology correctly yeah i like when they said trichonometry instead of trigonometry i think that's, that's a classic that's like. <laughs> yes uh Bear Hudson, $5. Seth Rollins confirmed on the WWE website that he'll be out indefinitely and can miss WrestleMania. How does this affect WrestleMania and okay. Raw? Is this a shoot or is he... I'm looking, Elements... but I, I, mean, I mean, Seth Rollins tweeted redesign, rebuilding, reclaim, which was his tagline from the last time he got injured when he came back. If you remember, that's, that's the logo that he was going by. I'm on WWE. I don't see it. I don't see it on social media. So, I mean... I I don't know. I feel like if, if he's out right now, it's the right time to send indefinitely. So if he can come back before, you have a big surprise. I, I don't know. But I do think it, it will be a huge loss. And Seth Rollins has a horrible time with injury because he missed WrestleMania 32 again. He was very hot in that period of time. And now for it happening when he's doing some of the best work in his career, it would be yeah. tragic. If we if we if we lose him right now, AJ Styles has a broken ankle. This WrestleMania is starting to give me WrestleMania 32 vibes, where everybody went down with something right before it. Yeah, I, I really hope that this is because this kind of hits me a sus that they might be running an angle. They showed on the big screen Seth Rollins selling this injury, which okay, a he's a great seller and he's a great performer, so this could be him acting, but it could also be somewhat legit because he did favor it for a long time. I really hope for Seth Rollins' sake just what WrestleMania means to these guys, that he's not going to miss WrestleMania and that he's not hurt to that degree. Uh, I really hope it is part of some type of storyline. And, and there is something you could do with Cody Rhodes returning from injury and Seth Rollins being injured. I mean, it'll be difficult because they're both baby faces, but there's something you could do there. And maybe that's what they're tying into. But I really hope that this is part of an angle because I don't want to see Seth Rollins miss WrestleMania. He's, I'm not a big fan of this character, but as a babyface, they're finally kind of starting to find their own with Seth Rollins, and I'd like to see this at WrestleMania. Yeah. I'd like to you do know the who, entrance. I still haven't gotten to do the song, the sing-along. I'm going to be there, and I want to do the sing-along with Seth Rollins' theme. You know who's growing into his character? Dominic Mysterio. Oh, yeah. He's been he's been that guy. I oh think the God. second you he see that, heel, you see that jail, that post-jailhouse oh, yeah. 
Oh, with the tear tattoo, I died. I died. He's got so street good. cred now. It's the greatest. It's the greatest thing ever. Prison changes a man. <laughs> Dude, you were in jail. You were in the holding tank. I, I want to go in jail. He's going to put out a mixtape next, and he's going to start buying things with cigarettes. No, I need him to start cutting promos with his jail buddies in the background, like, ready to go. Yeah. Like, it's going to be awesome. <laughs> you know, what we needed a conjugal visit scene where Mommy comes and visits him in prison, you know, through the window. Somebody get Dominic Mysterio a copy of the movie Bound by Honor, Blood In, Blood Out, and just, like, he can just study Miklo for all his promos going forward. Oh. He's got to show up with a neck tattoo next time we see him. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, Mellow and Williams, uh, attacked Axiom after Apollo made the save. So yeah, they're going to be tagging next week. Uh, Stax Lorenzo was on the receiving end of some hard justice by Dyshack. This is weird. This was weird. Are we to believe that he's been in that room for a week? Because they said this was on Wednesday morning and he was at 2 a.m. So, at 2 a.m. at 2 o'clock in the morning so he's been there for seven days straight nobody's called yeah. any welfare checks or anything i believe it <laughs> I hope yeah, because but if we when we look later on to the match like uh Dijak was murdering this man and, and and our goal was just on the outside like just okay yeah. So yeah, yeah, I believe it. The stats could have been in that room for a week and nobody really cared. And Dominic Mysterio <laughs> thinks he had it hard. <laughs> Seriously. I think Steven's right. Buck 99 saying Tiffany Stratton's winning that battle royal next week. Although if she it. does, though, I think whoever's going to win this is not going to go on to win that NXT championship, the women's championship. Right. No. Right. No. It's probably going to be a nice long run for Roxanne. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Do you think there have been too many long runs in the NXT women's women's title though? No, I don't think there's a such thing. Drop it? I don't I think know. It's good for the title. It really does put value in the title when all the champions have the long reigns. The only downside of that is that you just know their first couple of title defenses. Mm -hmm, that's and what I'm saying. World titles. The first couple of title defenses, you know they're gonna retain. Yeah, that's that's my issue. Yeah. Um so Dijak took on Stax and uh Stax lost pretty easily. But then Tony D'Angelo got involved yeah. and we're setting up Tony D versus Dijak Nick. Man, why are they doing this to Tony D? Tony D better win this in New Year's. That's what I'm goal. saying, man. It's not worth it with Dijak. They better not be doing all this work to put over Dijak over Tony D. Tony D needs to be winning matches. Yes. Yeah. I like uh, Dijak's finisher. Yeah, it's very nice. I'm just not into this character, though. I don't. I'm just not there. He looks from the Matrix. It's like he, he was, he's like he looks like he's cosplaying the Matrix movie or something. Yeah. Uh. So, ha Big Body Javi is is really growing on me as a character, and it's like tonight they realized this Christmas album joke was good, and they were like, but they didn't think about it until after Christmas. They're like, screw it, we're doing it anyhow. <laughs> like, this was a good promo. He's he's very charming. I think he's very funny. He's good. He's getting better. He just needs, you know, he needs to get more comfortable, and I, I think he's doing that. And they're giving him wins now, so that's good for him. 
so there was a big promo for the entire NXT women's division tonight. Oh, this one. And no, it wasn't like an episode of Glow where they all did a verse and a rap song, although, man, I would pay money to see that. Um, it was instead the round robin promo carousel where one woman would come out and start talking and then inter- interrupted by another and interrupted by another. We uh, heard from Nikita Lyons, who's great. Uh, we heard from Zoe Stark. We heard from Wendy Chu. We heard from you Thea Hale. Nikita first. Of course, of course. Future <laughs> women's champion. Uh, we, of course, we opened with uh, Toxic Attraction. It's funny to have Toxic Attraction out there and talk about in 2023, they're going to push the envelope. And I'm like, that's what got Mandy fired. Don't push the envelope. <laughs> hey, that's what made Mandy million dollars. All these women yeah. need to be pushing that envelope. It's got a million dollars in it. So, um, Thea Hale came out and uh, just yelled out girl fight and just erupted into chaos. This was like the best version of this style promo with everyone just beating yeah. the crap out of each other. Um, and then transitioning right into Alba Fire and Isla Dawn, who are about mm-hmm. to have a match. Uh, but Roxanne Perez announced that there's going to be a 20 woman battle royal next week, and the winner is going to face her at Vengeance Day. So. It- yeah. Are we to believe in kayfabe that like NXT just has microphones laying around at every corner of the building? Because like these women were coming from different sections, all with microphones like, no, no, I've got something to say. And I, I believe there was like, what, eight or nine people got to speak and they all came from different sections with microphones. Where are they getting these microphones? They all issued a microphone on their first day of the, of the performance center training it's class. Yeah. And when you get fired, it's like, clean out your locker and give back your microphone. Yeah. What if you don't? What if you just take that live mic? You gotta, you gotta pay for it. <laughs> because garnish your wages. There's a yep. security deposit for that mic. Yes. Uh, I okay. I did not hate this. The thing I did not like is that you got all these women vying for shots, and I deserve a shot. And then it gets into a big brawl, which that should have been the reason why there's a battle royal. Like, okay, if you women can't decide who should be number one, we're gonna have a battle royal. But Roxanne Perez says, no, you don't have to worry. We've already decided there's gonna be a battle royal. That makes the whole thing look fake. It, it does. The, the thing that I didn't like about this is like she was like, "Girls, stop! You don't have to fight each other." And I'm like, "This is a wrestling <laughs> show. That's what yeah. we're doing here. Like, yes, we fight each other. Like, yeah, I kind of felt like they didn't need to have Roxanne out there. And then maybe after uh, after the match and everything, announced the 20 Women Battle Royal. Um, because I'm with you. I think that that kind of like took away from it. But I I loved it. I'm not gonna lie. I thought it was great. Yeah, uh, Calvin saying this brawl was the best part of the show. It, I thought it was really good, a lot of fun. But here, here's my point. I like Roxanne Perez. I think she's a very talented wrestler. But out of everyone who had a mic tonight, would you even rank Roxanne in the top three just microphone moments of this segment? No, no, not even close. I rank her dead last because her energy wasn't the yeah. same as the others. The and, others wanted to fight. It was and she killed the purpose. Hers. And she killed she the purpose was, of the segment. Yeah, she was mother out there like no you don't have to fight and it's just for a champ this like i think this might have happened too soon for her also shout out to wendy shoes i know I, i'm usually like not the biggest fan but that mermaid pj oh i need it in my life <laughs> <laughs> my favorite one so far it was really nice it was a, it was a yeah. good pajamas it doesn't look like she's i'm sure she's gonna change that gimmick eventually but they went right back to sleepy wendy chew with the Wendy. Yeah, I like I like Nikita here. I also enjoyed Indy. But like you said, I think Roxanne was probably my least favorite thing on the mic. I even like Zoe Starks taking her dicks at Nikita. And then she just came out and said, you don't have to fight. And I'm like, this is a wrestling show. <laughs> I do want to <laughs> see people fighting. <laughs> yeah, they really need to do something with Roxanne Perez in terms of developing her character. She can't keep being this happy what? to be here. She has no Gee, character. Not, I, I told you there was no character here the second she blocked Cora instead of just going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. Because, you know, up against Cora and up against you got to see the compliment of all these different characters and talkers and up against Roxanne Perez, it's going to be tough. People are going to turn on her if all she has to offer is a smiley, let's all get along type promo. She's really going to need to develop another gear. It's almost like the Braun Breaker problem. She should have came out and said, stop fighting, you guys. I went to Booker T's wrestling school. <laughs> That's her gimmick. Is that, she that, actually, that actually would be a better gimmick, though, because there'd be more meat on the bone with the idea of that she's got this, this inside track. 
that she's getting the favoritism. I mean, I think the problem is that um, just for where she's at in her career, you know, Bailey, if you even look at Bailey's trajectory, like Bailey been doing this longer and I think it developed more of uh, the gimmick. Yeah. Yeah. But Roxanne's great in the ring. I just think they, but it's also on the writers. They need to give her better material. And I know this was an abrupt, I know this was an abrupt decision to have her be champ, but yeah, I just don't feel like her character does not feel nearly as fleshed out as uh, either woman on the roster. Yeah. I think she was a good choice in terms of somebody to dethrone Mandy. I think she's a great baby face in terms of having the natural likability and all that stuff. But she needs a character because I could definitely see the crowd, especially when it comes back around to Cora. I feel like people are really starting to get into Cora, and she's doing a great job developing her heel character. And if it's that fully developed, fully fleshed out character against Roxanne, I think people are going to go with Cora. Yeah, let's see what happens. Um, but this led to Alba Fire versus Isla Dawn in an extreme resolution it was match. Smooth, the way they transitioned right into this, I really enjoyed that. I would love an episode if they were just fighting the whole episode through every yeah. other match, through everything. I mean, and that's kind of the point. It's like these two, you could tell just in terms of the experience, the way they were carrying themselves. I mean, neither of them are my favorite woman in NXT, but I think both of them have that gravitas that they could easily be champion, but instead they're just going to keep kicking the shit out of each other for the foreseeable future. So was that with the table spot when it didn't, when she just uh-huh. missed the table completely? Did they? That was interesting because they kept talking about Isla's expression before Alba did the jump. Like, was that intentional? Like, what was the? Well, it was because she was supposed to. That was supposed to be her demise. The idea was that Isla Dawn wanted to be punished. Like, she wanted this pain, so she's about to get put through a table. So she's smiling and happy about it. Unfortunately, it didn't work out that way uh, with that table spot, which was otherwise. I thought this was a very good match. I thought it was a great brawl. My least favorite part of it, though, was the referees. I thought the referees were so useless. It just completely exposed them because the whole time they're brawling, the referees are just like, come on, stop. Come on, ladies. You got to stop doing that. Come on. What are you guys doing? It's like, why don't you do something about it if you guys don't want them fighting? And it was so useless to have these referees constantly not getting physically involved at all, but just barking out orders that they're not listening to. I thought it made the referees look so incompetent. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was interesting, but I mean, I don't think this feud's over. No, I don't think so either. I don't but know. It was such a fun match. They, like Kelvin said on his super chat, they beat the hell out of each other. And I like what they were doing backstage. There was a couple of really original things. The the wheelbarrow, like there was a couple of things that I that I thought it yeah. was fun. I I was very confused by the table spot as well, Alfred. But it didn't take away from the fact that I truly enjoyed the match. And I will say, as much as I'm really enjoying. Isla Dawn on NXT, but Alba Fire did need a win desperately. So this made her, you know, kind of like gain some momentum again. Yeah, Alba getting the win was good. Uh, we had some hype between the Creed, uh, Creed and Indus Sheer. Indus Sheer, that was the most self-aware promo. And I like Indus Sheer, but oh my God, that was self-aware tonight when they were talking about how big they are in their home country and here nobody cares. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was just like, damn, I didn't know you could be like that honest. Uh, in professional wrestling, like, and again, I like the these guys. Speak from the heart in this year. Okay, nobody cares about us. <laughs> I mean, that was incredible. Like, I think if you if you're a fan of just the world of professional wrestling, I don't know how you watch that and not. I mean, it's like um. Oh, maybe it's a bad comparison, but remember towards the end of Adam Rose's career when he started getting really self deprecating, and yeah. he was like, "Oh, what was that match? I can't remember who he was going against." But he was explaining to his opponent, it was like, oh, all your friends are doing this, and here you are in main event wrestling me. How sad you must be for the turn your career has taken that now <laughs> yeah. I am your opponent in this feud. Was that Drew McIntyre with uh, when, when he was with the... Uh, oh, I don't remember, but... Uh, yeah, but no, look, I mean, I think in this year, this was a great promo tonight, and I hope they beat the crap out of Creed. Me too. I think Indusher is going to win this match, and I think Ivy now is going to turn heel. Okay. That'd be great. Uh, well, Oro Mensa took on Javier Bernal, and as Kevin points out, he's a big body believer. Uh, yeah, Triple B. Oro Mensa is in the club. That's his new gimmick. He won this match. Yeah. Shocker. I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, congratulations. It was a, it was a match. 
So uh, it wasn't that bad. It was just you know, there's there hasn't been enough time to build heat between. I do like both individuals, and I think eventually they'll be pretty big stars in NXT. But couldn't care less about their feud right now. That was my issue, and I and I spoke about it that I feel like after the I on the show lost me uh, match, and it was because I I. It was a match. I don't care about either one of these guys. I do care about yeah, Javi a little bit, more of the backstage stuff that he's doing. When I see him in the ring, I'm like, okay, fun match. But did I care about the outcome or either one of the of the opponents? I didn't. Man, Javi doesn't have a shirt in WWE shop. And I was hoping that uh, he did because I'd buy a shirt that said, I'm a big body believer. Oh, yeah. You could have BBC shirts. There's a lot you could do with big body Javi shirts. Get that merch out. So Brooks and Dunn were backstage. I wore BBC shirts anyway, you know, just to let people know. Let people shot know lots of <laughs> that I like BBC shirts. What else would I be letting them know? Right. <laughs> so can be kicked out of this podcast. <laughs> so um Brooks and Dunn were backstage with Fallon. Uh, Brooks's hair has gotten worse over the. Just give that man oh, yeah. a haircut. Yes, it's needed desperately. Do you so, think he's doing it on purpose though? Like, yes, he's part of his gimmick. He knows it angers me. Yeah, <laughs> and, and, and and the rest of the NXT fans. Um, but Kiana James walked in and doesn't want to fight, and she was just there to tell Brooks to text her. Yeah, she looked different. Yeah, she like noticed it. Like, where, where was, where? Oh, you know why? Because she wasn't on, on, uh, this wasn't business hours. Yeah. Oh, she didn't buy the farm anymore. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. Yeah. This is after hours, Kiana James. Yeah. Um, so, do you think we're going to get a reference in the episode about, uh, Brooks' B card? Is he going to lose it or not? Like, are we going to get talk? Are we going to find out? <laughs> I, we were hope involving so. his first time. Like, I need to yeah. know if they're getting it on or not. That's the thing. They spent every week telling us he was a virgin back when women weren't interested in him. Now needs to be the time that they ramp that up. Right. Thank you. <laughs> well, okay. Here's how you save this. What if he becomes a kept man to Kiana? And Kiana James is like, I am a busy career woman. I do not have time to date, but I have needs. And uh, yeah, they could really go someplace with this. That might be a good, good story angle. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, but he's gonna fall in love, and then it's gonna be a mess. Yes, and she'll be like, "This is just a business arrangement." Yeah, and then he's not gonna get it, and then restraining orders and in court cases. I mean, I, trust me, I know. Oh man! Do <laughs> <laughs> right, <you> tell. <laughs> because it is weird, and I'm saying this. I mean, I, I like Keanu James. I think her gimmick is very throwback. But I'm saying this because, as Alfred pointed mm-hmm. out, like with Brooks, yeah, they did a straight up like he's a virgin story angle. So. It seems like if they're going to keep the continuity going, how do you make that interesting? 100%. That should be this. That should be what this is centered around: is him finally losing it. She should pay for his virginity, like she didn't get the farm, so now she can buy off his virginity. <laughs> <laughs> that should be a match stipulation. I believe yes. that's all human trafficking. <laughs> <laughs> well. <laughs> <laughs> You got to do what you got to do. Anyhow. um, Oh. (laughs) Hey, we thought the awkward, dumb NXT angles were over, but we saw a video from the NXT anonymous Twitter account filming Katana Chance and Caden Carter in the medical office. What was that? Is this a real account? I need to follow it. Yes. NXT underscore anonymous is a real account. Is this Nick, Nikki cross? No, what? it's the same people. It's the people that expose what's his name? Odyssey. Is that the one that was exposed last week? Who was exposed yeah. with something? It was probably the NXT account. So is this a person that we're going to find out or is this just going to be an ongoing thing where it's just this anonymous account? Maybe it's well, maybe it's the real scripts. Maybe the scripts that we've seen on air is a mm. lie and this is this is the real scripts now with a new gimmick. This reminds me of GTV. It's, and they never paid that off either. It's like the hacker. It's like, it's like all. They only have that one tweet. Yes. Glenn, why well, are you following it? 
Because I'm is staying. it an account that tweets and deletes? It might be one of those accounts that they tweet and then they'll delete it and then they'll tweet. Why am I following the account, Issa? Because this seems like a train wreck in the making. And, <laughs> you know, I got I got a voice changer. I mean, come on, this is just fodder for the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Not tonight because we had a long news segment, but you know, maybe in the future we'll be hearing from NXT Anonymous. Oh no, well, Quincy, team. Quincy, that's who I meant. It's probably oh. Quincy coming oh. from Revenge. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> too real. It should be Quincy. That's exactly it, what it should be. It should be, yeah. but it also shouldn't be for five times as many reasons. Oh you and I both God. know that it's better if it is. Oh, Wouldn't that now... be amazing though if HBK yeah. was like, so I listened to your uh, Twitter spaces and uh, uh, I've got a new gimmick for you. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not Quincy, I'm going to be disappointed. It, if it's anybody other than Quincy now, I have it in my head. It needs to be Quincy. I think it's perfect. They would be good for it, but uh, I don't know. Uh, Kelvin saying Brooks is a male sugar baby. Yeah, let's go. Let's get Brooks oh, human trafficked. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't leave the area, never mind. I'm not even. No, no, let's go. Let's, what? Not, what? Not, what? let's not even discuss this. Uh, no, no, no. Rule number one no, of this podcast you cannot start a sentence and then try to take yeah. it back. You have to no, finish. Look, you got to finish the bit. Two consensual adults in a consent. I mean, they're both, you know. I don't, you know, whatever. Uh, let's talk about Andre Chase versus Drew Gulak. Uh, Drew Gulak won this match. Boy, did he ever. I, haven't seen, I don't think he's ever won a match this clean WWE. I looked it up. The last time he had a win was July of 2022. And that wasn't even on TV. I think his last TV win was on in 2021. And he beat the crap out of Andre Chase, who's getting yeah. so it looks like they're doing a lot with Drew Gulak. Yeah. I was very surprised. Uh, Charlie Dempsey was watching on after not being yeah. medically cleared to compete. He was very aggressive. I like the way this Drew Gulak came off. I, I, he's demanding respect. I don't know. I want to see what they end up doing with him. But it was, it was violent. Poor Andre Chase, man. Yeah. How's he gonna teach his classes now? He's probably gonna be hurt for a couple of days. Thea, Thea should be the substitute. You know what? That actually might be a good way to take this is that Duke is now the substitute, but he like undermines the teachings of Andre Chase. Like, okay. Let me rewind a second when we're talking about the Roxanne Perez. Again, Roxanne Perez is very talented, but if they'd hotshotted Thea Hale as NXT Women's Champion, would either of you have had any problem with that whatsoever? No, no, no. I mean, I, 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 in terms of as a wrestler, because she's still Don't very care. new, I think she's Don't only had care. Like a handful of matches. Don't but care. I would have a problem with it. I love Thea Hale. She's one of those people where when there was a match going on, I can't take my eyes off her because of her reactions and the oh, way she like reacts. Her energy. Like, I, I, we've seen her wrestle, right? I'm trying to think. Yeah, like, we saw. She had a match. I think she had her first match a couple weeks ago. And again, she's... Oh, yeah. She had really good gear. Long. That's all I remember about it. Yeah. Her gear was cute. But her energy, like, that could carry a champion. Like, she is, I mean, just infectious just watching her. Like, you cannot help but just be delighted with I love her, her character. I love her, but I would have a problem with her winning the title right now. Yes, I would. She she didn't go to Reality of Wrestling Wrestling School? Is that why? Yeah, exactly. That's why. thousand <laughs> percent. I have, a, I have like, I don't know, maybe it's because I'm an OG NXT watcher, and, and the names amongst the NXT women champion and, and those reigns were so legendary that I take it very seriously. So I, I, I think she just needs to work her way to it. Yeah. That's good. That's what a title is supposed to do. I, I don't think there's a problem with thinking that way at all. I think NXT has conditioned its audience that those titles matter. And they don't but I don't feel around. the same way about just any title. Like, I don't feel that way about the men's NXT title, for example, right? It's just something about the way that I see the NXT women's division. It hasn't felt that way in a while. So, I mean, I I did like Mandy Rose. Mandy Rose really turned it around for me, but it, it, it hasn't felt as respected as it used to in, a, in, in, you know, in recent years. Yeah, and the product isn't nearly as hot. And I do feel the same way about the men's title. I think they protected that title as well. You very rarely mm -hmm. see people just flip-flop with the title. But yeah, because it's not as good as NXT used to be, I think that does affect that. Right. Yeah. Um. So... What did you think of Joe Casey versus Kofi Kingston, Issa? 
I was more invested into what was going on with Booker T and Xavier Woods. Let's go. Let's go. That's exactly what my takeaway was. Oh, my God. I mean, I will say about the match that we hadn't seen the skills lose in a while. But it's in the, it's the New Day's Kofi Kingston. I'm also glad that New Day matches feel fresh because they hadn't felt fresh in the main roster for a while. But everything that they do in NXT feels new and exciting. But let's keep it real. Booker T and Xavier Woods were about to throw hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he said you guys are finished like Big E. I was like, why didn't he punch him right then and there? <laughs> Yeah, man. What is it that Xavier Woods said? He says, because he was talking about all the things that they need to challenge them for the title. So, like, The Rock's eyebrow. And then he goes, I yeah. think we should have one of Booker T's nose rings or something like that. Booker wasn't ready for that one. That was supposed to be funny. There was some, there was and, some drama. Uh, there was some drama going on here. They, and they are playing up. There might It might have been a work because they did a good job making it seem realistic, which for all we know could have been. But they have been playing up for weeks now that Booker T is not a fan of the New Day in NXT. So that is something that he's been saying on his podcast, something that he said as soon as NXT, that the New Day came into the NXT, he was kind of complaining about how they shouldn't be here. So I think they're going to build to this. Yeah. Maybe. This was a good match. Kofi won. Uh, Charlie Dempsey is going to take on Hank Walker at New Year's Evil. Wanker. <laughs> I mean, they had to have known with that name that that was going to happen. I think they wanted it to happen, and I agree with Vulture Talks here. I think, uh, I think that'd be a good way to get the title. Oh yeah, the that would be a good way to do it. So. Uh, Pretty Deadly is going to have a gauntlet match next week. Tag team gauntlet match. And then if they win, then they get to face the New Day to reclaim those tag team championships. Yeah, they will win. That's interesting because Pretty Deadly feels like the baby faces in these feuds. Even though it's a New Day and I think they think the New Day could do no wrong. Like the New Day's making them jump through all these hoops. They don't want to face them. And now Pretty Deadly, the heels are going to have to go through three tag teams before they get their shot. Very backwards. Yeah. Agreed. Calvin saying uh, the banter between Woods and Booker was fire. Yeah. I, I loved think, it. Uh, it but yeah, I like the idea of Booker interfering. You know what's funny? I don't even know who won that match. I forgot that Kofi won it because I was listening Kofi to the commentary won. so much. <laughs> uh, so the main event segment tonight with the overrun was Grayson Waller hosting Braun Breaker on the Grayson Waller effect. Yes. If this was boring, because Brown Breaker is boring. I, Grayson Waller cannot become champion soon enough. I was Grayson hoping Waller to will win this championship. Better. The past couple of, uh, I think uh, Brown Breaker's got a chance, but who knows? Royal Rumble is close. But the past couple of Grayson Waller effects, I have been watching on the phone. I did not watch Please. live this time around. And I so regret it because, better. yeah, did you so you saw when Brown Breaker did the dive? Did they still yeah. have the phone on? Did, oh, man. Yeah, and then at the end, when the show is not even on, uh, he's still live, and you can see Braun Breaker standing over him, and he's like dying on the floor. Braun Breaker is still like teasing him. It was great. I I think it's more. (laughs) And the call, Carmelo Hayes was trying to join the live. Like it was madness. It was so funny. I, mean, I think I a... think they got something here. Like they need to do something more with this Instagram because it's 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 much more entertaining on Instagram because the promo in the ring itself. I'm sorry, I just don't like Brown Breaker on the mic. Hmm. No, and that's the issue. That's that's really like again, if you're if you're wrestling, if your character in professional wrestling, if your character is that you're you're a really good wrestler, that's not a character. Like go no. play a real sport. If athletics right. are the main thing you bring to the table. Well, I would argue Braun Breaker's character, as was brought up by Grayson Waller, the character they let him play is Rick Steiner's son. You know, that's that's the character he's wearing, his daddy's jacket. He barks like his daddy. And I think he does a good impression of Rick Steiner, and he's going to go very far in WWE, especially when he becomes Rex Steiner when he's on the main roster. But they don't, it's the, similar to what Roxanne's problem is. They don't really give him enough. I think they just think, mm-hmm. oh, he's our champion. He's our top guy. He's the purebred who's going to be a star from years to come. And they just expect people to go along with it. But they don't really give him much to work with. Yeah. I agree. I agree. And, and this was entertaining watching it on Instagram. It's sad, though, because 
I feel like Grayson Waller does a good job at trying his best, but if you're watching it just on NXT television, it wasn't the most entertaining Waller effect, you know, that, that we've seen. It wasn't, and I don't know that it was on Grayson Waller. I don't know that Braun... He just hasn't evolved as a character. The, the most no. invested I've been in him was his love story with Apollo Crews. Yeah, that was fire. They need to go back to that. And it wasn't even a real gimmick. It's something we made up, like, because of the sexual <laughs> tension. That wasn't even the story that we're telling us. You know what I mean? Like, I just can't get... And, and we know that he's Alfred's favorite NXT World Champ of all time, but he's just not... He doesn't connect <laughs> Okay. Let's not go extreme. I would say he's my favorite of all time. I'm just a believer in Braun Breaker. I'm investing in the stock early. And you're a big, you're a big Braun believer. Now, I'm a big Braun believer, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Braun Breaker champion. <laughs> That's me. I'm a well, the Instagram life was awesome, and it was like WWE Australia was just like spamming the chat with Australian fans. Like it's fun. It's fun to watch it on Instagram. Yeah, I did like in the chat. I did notice there was a Dan Flash's reference, and that was a nod to the best sketched show on TV right now. I think you should leave with Eric Robinson, Tim Robinson. Oh, yeah. uh, the Dan Flash's reference was very hilarious in the chat. I've only watched a little. I was a big fan of Detroiters. Oh yeah, if you like Detroiters, you'll love this show. This okay. is better than Detroiters, yeah. and I love Detroiters. Yeah, Detroiters was great. Um, well, that's NXT tonight. Next week is New Year's Evil. Evil. It's nowhere near New Year's Eve, but they're making a play on the term New Year's Eve. Next week New is Year's my birthday, Evil. so they're just acknowledging that it's more important. Hey. We there should have go. a birthday celebration on this podcast. You guys, I try be... to get us. I try to get us the pagers. By the way, and they wanted me to <laughs> sign off. For, I'm serious about this. They wanted me to sign off for the service for twelve months, and I was like, okay, it's not that deep. So now I'm back on 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 square one. I gotta find one that will let me do like a month to month. I'm like, I don't want a year I... of these pagers. I just want it for the bit for like a month. We're gonna be over it pretty fast. <laughs> I do remember when I was in Puerto Rico seeing the stores advertising, they were still selling pagers. I do remember that. Yeah, I think, I, yeah, but I went to a website too and they wouldn't let me do it like for like on a month to month basis that I could just be like, okay, this was. Can I get a prepaid pager? <laughs> they do, but they have it for 12 months. They don't have like a month to month thing. Man, I'm I mean, gonna have to know. go to All San Juan now that you mentioned that. I might have better luck just buying a, a whatever they were trying to sell you. It probably wasn't really a pager, but I'll figure it out. <laughs> Calvin, five dollars super chat saying Braun is a stud. He's yeah. just hating. She's Calvin, a heel after all. Talk to him, Kelvin. Kelvin knows. Braun Breaker will win the Royal Rumble this year. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, Sergio saying he's going to Vegas Thursday to Sunday for the Raiders game. Any places to check out? Already been to the Golden Tiki and Casa de Amore. I've heard Chicos Bonitas is uh, a good place to go. You love uh, it there, see, huh? The Vegas see... Vegas local subreddit says, you know, skip skip uh, the Shark Club and go to Chicos Bonitas. And if you see Devontae Adams, who used to be a Green Bay Packer, ask him what it feels like to be playing meaningless games in January because the Green Bay Packers' most important game is coming up this Sunday against the Detroit Lions. Win and you're in. We are going to the playoffs, unlike Devontae Adams, who left a Hall of Fame quarterback in a winning organization to go to the Raiders, who haven't won things since John Madden was in his prime. So that's what happens when you leave the Green Bay Packers. You go straight into relevancy, but hell of a season, Devontae Adams. You okay? Who hurt you? Go pack, go. Nobody hurt me. This is great. We're peaking right now. This is a. This is me when I'm happy. Believe it or not. Both are getting more saying love it. Gringo speaking Spanish. <laughs> it's, He's asking us all the, the time. It's the way. It's the way he said bonitas for me. <laughs> He says to put it. up the whole time he talking about Menudo songs, like just butchering the way that it's that it's pronounced all the time because I can't roll an R to save my life. Like just, yeah. I'm gonna figure out Spanish and now with all these Timbariche songs, I think I'm gonna gonna learn some Spanish. Finally gonna happen. Bonita. Bonitas. <laughs> I have trouble enough pronouncing English correctly. Say Bonita. Yeah. Chica bonitas. Sounds so much better when you say it. <laughs> Uh, so everybody have a great week tomorrow, AEW dynamite, but tonight the new look 
Yes. New, the new look, look, new receipts. It's receipt season tomorrow. I can't wait for receipt season. But watch. How, how quickly does that acclaim match turn into a shoot? Come on. Are we talking first five minutes, first two minutes? We'll see. Uh, but watch Issa's uh, live coverage tonight of Wrestle Kingdom on her YouTube channel. That's the NYC Team Diva. Yes. Uh, we will be taking coffee breaks. We probably have to. There you go. Uh, everybody, have a great rest of your week. We will see you back here soon. Yes, Dream Home, uh, rest in peace to Gangsta Boo. Yes. Three Six Mafia. Um, and we'll see you next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.